2: Welcome to a Tuesday afternoon, December the 12th. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us. Another beautiful day. A little chilly, but, you know, for some people, I know this is kind of cold for many of us. It's just kind of perfect. And uh, when you're in December like this, you kind of uh, wanted and expected to be cold. Hey, we got a lot to talk about this afternoon. Glad you are with us. Following questions about his weight, Zion Williamson scored a season-high 36 points last night as the Pelicans beat the Timberwolves. He talked about it after the, after the game. He talked about his weight. And he said, if you care about his well-being, that's fine. It's okay. But if you're just being critical, he really doesn't care. And, you know, we talked about that a little bit on the show yesterday. And I mentioned that, you know, I, I was concerned about weight gain because for, for somebody who is that agile, that if he gains weight, there's a lot of stress on his, on his ankles and, and his knees. And those are you know vital joints when it comes to to any any sports. so I, w- I was a little concerned that um, uh, weight gain might might have a, a problem there, but you know what I love I love that he shut everybody up by scoring 36 points and I love that the Pelicans came back and did such a great job after you know they, they had a disaster uh, against Los Angeles in that uh, in, uh, in, in during midseason uh, 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 playoff game or midseason playoffs. And a tournament, I guess it was. And they just they came back. And, and, you know, that's what you want to see from a team. That's what you want to see from the Saints. You know, it's like they, they, they have a, a lackluster performance. And, man, they just come powering back. Well, they didn't come powering back Sunday, but they started to power back during the game, which is fine. So they win the game. And you saw the New York Giants uh, win last night. Uh, they come to town with a, a short week. I hope that win doesn't give them too much confidence, and you know they do. And I, I just—I heard in our news, I just heard uh, Dennis Allen talking about the defensive backs of the uh, de- of the New York Giants. Uh, they've got some good defensive backs, so we're going to need to be ready for for the Giants and not you know not take the Giants for granted. And sometimes we've um, gotten the feeling that that is. Um, that has happened. So uh, looking forward to the Saints at a big, big game uh, Sunday against the Giants. Also, uh, we talked uh, last week about this picture of a nine year old boy. He was he was in a, a, a Chiefs game and he was supporting his team, the Kansas City Chiefs. He was wearing a Native American headdress and his face was painted half black and half red to support the colors of the team that went viral. And there was a a publication that said, "Okay, great. You know, this boy is uh, showing how to hate both black and Native Americans at the same time. The boy was just showing support for the Kansas City Chiefs while attending a game in November. The parents were so upset they threatened to sue the publication. Now the publication has issued a retraction of sorts. And so it just, you know, it seems like this is another one of those areas where, you know, we're just too damn sensitive you know, let's, um, let, let's save the criticism for the, the big important stuff and not, not the little stuff. Taylor Swift talks about global warming. Taylor Swift is being criticized by a lot of her fans. And I guess they're not necessarily Taylor Swift fans, but they're just critical of, of Taylor Swift because she spends so many hours flying around in her private jet and she's contributing to global warming. Is Taylor Swift a hypocrite to talk about global warming and then fly around in her private jet all the time? Does she deserve the criticism for traveling so much? We'll we'll talk about that. Um, Gen Z is bringing back real Christmas trees. Really? I didn't know they really ever, ever went away. I mean, haven't real Christmas trees always been popular? And and what about these artificial Christmas trees? I know some of you have artificial trees, and I know that some of the artificial trees look very real. You know, they're not just those aluminum foil Christmas trees. You know, I, I know some people need that for convenience, and I guess that's fine. But there's nothing that replaces a real Christmas tree around Christmas. The smell, just the, you know, the needles falling off, the, the mess, the, you know, the, the cats are swatting at the, uh, the tinsel and the, the ornaments and stuff. I mean, you know, who wants to give that up? So, um, artificial trees are artificial trees. Not real Christmas trees in more ways than one. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. And then also, there is a, a school in Oregon that has apologized for putting up a Christmas tree. A school in Oregon apologizes because a parent was critical, so a Jewish parent, was critical of the Christmas tree. You know, this, this happens every year. And it's, it's really not a big deal. And here's the best part of it. The Christmas tree is still up. So we'll talk a little bit about why that has, has come up and, and how it comes up every year. And, and again, it's, it's just about uh, creating controversy. Uh, it, it's, it's about some people thinking that, you know, uh, they are entitled to never be offended. And, you know, a, a Christmas tree is a pagan symbol, isn't it? I mean, it's not a—the a, Christmas tree is not a Christian symbol. It's a pagan symbol. It's a Christmas—it's a Christian holiday— but I just, I, you know, nobody should be bothered by the, the sight of a Christmas tree. I mean, even at a, at a school, it, it should not be a big deal. So we'll, we'll get into that. And what states curse the most? We've got the list. We've got the list. And does cursing serve a purpose? Does cursing relieve stress? It does for me. Man, when I, when I fell at the skating rink and fractured my elbow... I was cursing i mean i was cursing i mean if there were any kids around they heard me so is is cursing kind of a, a stress reliever does it form a um does it have a function in our in our society and in our lives or should there be no cursing at all is there is there no reason to curse no matter what We'll get into that this afternoon. Ian Hook is our senior producer. He is at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon, sir.
3: Good afternoon to you, too, uh, as well as the newest uh, freshly minted card-carrying member of the Swifty Army. I might have some pretty big feelings about the criticism that's being directed okay. at Tate hey. You saw the About movie this, over the weekend. Uh, I you saw did. the Aries
2: Tour movie over the weekend. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and so you feel like you've uh, pretty much become a, a Swifty.
3: Yeah, man, I think I'm. I'm think I'm both feet in. This is pretty great. Yeah. I've been listening to, been listening to her back catalog. Really? And uh, yeah,
2: yeah. So do you see a, a transition in her her progress as she evolves as a singer songwriter? Oh yeah, the eras. Yeah, you know,
3: I actually. Uh, <clears throat> some people are going to think this is so dumb, but I got a, I got one of the friendship bracelets here. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people listening right now can't tell. You and I both wear a butt ton of bracelets, right? How many? You got any on today? I I, I took them off for the show. I have them in my office. They I, do I, make I noise media. when you're. I, when do. I was I was in last week and I kept, you know, people. Were yeah. Like, so what I, is I that? take them off when I do the show. So I, I, I got feel. a I got a Taylor Swift friendship bracelet here that has uh you know one bead for each of her uh, albums here that's so sweet Uh, this is self-titled this is speak now fearless red 1989 this is reputation this is lover this is folklore this is evermore and that's Midnight's.
2: all right so you're you're a Swifty yeah man I guess I'm a Swifty okay so we'll uh, we'll talk about that Uh, the the, the use of her private jet she's uh, being criticized and um, yeah so a lot to get to and you know, you know it's, it's December the 12th, and we're, you know, we're hearing that, uh, that travel is going to be up, and it looks like we're back to pre-pandemic levels, even, even superseding pre-pandemic uh, levels of, of travel. So, you know, people are out there. I know they were shopping. I mentioned on the show yesterday that I was out Saturday, and, man, late Saturday afternoon, early Saturday evening, traffic was crazy through Metairie and around the shopping centers. And, it, it, you know, so, like, people are out there. And, and people are shopping, and I, I really haven't started yet, and I've, I've got to get to that. I guess uh, I guess starting uh, starting today. Hey, I wanted to mention. Uh, I, I mentioned yesterday that I I, I took some notes during a Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live, and <laughs> and I um I'd left my notes at home, so I, I forgot specifically what they said. But but one of the jokes at Weekend Update was um. Uh, taxes evaded uh, between uh, this is they're talking about uh, Joe Biden evading taxes or Hunter Biden. No, it's Joe Biden. No, Hunter Biden evading taxes between 2016 and 2020. Uh, shame on the president who was in office between 2016 and 2020. Uh, who is that? Um, also, Robert F. Kennedy yeah. Jr. said he did fly on the private jet with Jeffrey Epstein. He flew on the private jet with Epstein. He just wanted to make sure. The girls were not vaccinated. (laughs) And if Hunter Biden is convicted and he serves his full sentence, he will be the first Biden ever to complete a sentence. So I thought those were pretty brilliant uh, moments on Weekend Update. All right. I'm uh, I on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: No, I just you know thinking about the um, the Christmas tree, the, the the Jewish man who complained about the Christmas tree. Woman. Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I um I decided to Google just briefly. Is it okay to put a star of David on a Christmas tree? You know, just to kind of see what people are out there saying about it. And I'm on this website pqed. dot org. I don't. Know. Oh, philosophical questions Okay. And it gives you three reasons that you should not put a star of David on a Christmas tree. Uh, reason number one. It is offensive to Jews. Reason number two, it is offensive to Christians. Reason number three, it makes you look like a moron. That's the whole list.
2: I've got one good reason why you should put a Star of David on the top of a Christmas tree. Do you want to tell us now or leave us in No, the I'll tell you right now. Hit it. Because you want to. Yeah. It's a free country. I, I thought this was America. I think it's really, I mean, there are Jewish people who celebrate Christmas. For sure. Well, I mean, they well they they, they recognize Christmas yeah. not as not as maybe as the birth of Christ. I'm not Jewish. so I can't speak for for Jewish people. But if you want to call the show and you're Jewish, you can certainly uh, enlighten me. But it, it's it's a recognition of the, the 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 birth of Christ. It's a recognition of the holiday. It's the it's the secular celebration of the holiday. You know, Christmas is very secular, even for Christians. And and the Christmas tree is not a Christian symbol per se. It's a tree. So for any, like, Jewish families that celebrate celebrate Christmas or celebrate the, the holiday of, of Christmas, a star of David on top of a Christmas tree, I think is totally appropriate.
3: Yeah, I, would, if, I, would, I wouldn't be bothered
2: by it. Yeah, if you want to join us with a comment about anything we talk about, you know the number, 504. 260-1870 it's the oakland Hart jeweler's talk and text line 504-260-1870 all right let's go to Ian. E we always love to hear some of the early texts that have come in
3: here's a text that says why kill a live tree when an artificial one serves the same purpose it seems like a no-brainer to me i'm not against the live ones just why waste time
2: well because it's it, because of the tradition of it uh you know, I'm not that, I admit, I'm not that sensitive to, to trees. I'm, I'm sensitive to, to living things, and I, I can be respectful of a tree as a, as a living thing. But I'm not so sensitive that I'm not going to put a live Christmas tree or a real Christmas tree in, in my house or, or apartment. And it, it's, just, it's, it's just part of the tradition that, that I grew up with. And there's, you know, to me, the smell of the needles on the tree, oh, yeah. it's a lot different than the smell of aluminum. Oh, yeah. You got to have the smell. You got to have the Christmas tree smell. Oh, you walk into somebody's house with an artificial tree and go, oh, I just love the smell of aluminum. Mm, yeah. Wow. Really festive. Uh,
3: here's a... Uh-oh. Shoot. Oh, no. I just closed all the text messages I had pulled out. Give me just two seconds here.
2: If you would have said the other word, you would have contributed oh, sh- to the shoot. state uh, uh, cursing.
3: Uh, here it is. Taylor Swift's politics are wackadoodle, but the controversy... Here is helpful. It shows the insincerity of many who scream the loudest about global warming.
2: Well, okay, I understand that. Um, You know, she thinks nothing of uh, of flying her jet. I mean, look, she's she's bouncing all over the place. I I didn't expect her to be in in Kansas City this uh, this past weekend to see her boyfriend, uh, Travis Kelsey, play. But she was she was there. She's all over the globe. I mean, anytime she wants to go somewhere, she goes. I would love to see the inside of her jet. Because, I I mean, I'm sure there's like a bed. I'm sure there's like a bedroom area. And I'm sure she's just got every convenient where where she could just kind of almost live out of the out of the plane.
3: Indeed. Indeed. Uh, To Zion Williamson, not only did the Pelicans come back from getting blown out by the Lakers, they beat the number one team in the Western Conference that they had never beaten this year and lost to three times already. It
2: was just an impressive comeback, all the way around an impressive comeback. And that's what I, you know, you love to see in a, in a, in a sports team. You know, you, you, you lose a game you know you should have won or you, you should have done better in. You're embarrassed. And, man, you come back and just prove you're better than that. And the Pelicans did that last night.
3: All right, kind of jumping around still a little bit. Two more quick ones. Uh, hey, Scoot, just heard you talking about the Taylor Swift and her jet, but none of the global warming idiots say anything about John Kerry. And all the world leaders flying to Dubai, have any of them not heard of a Zoom call? Big, big hypocrites.
2: Yeah, you know, I I understand the hypocrisy. And there's, you know, know when it comes to all of that kind of stuff, there's just a a lot of hypocrisy uh, among people saying, One thing and then living a life that is is totally different. Think about all the people that contradicted what they said about coronavirus, about uh, about COVID restrictions, and they defied the restrictions themselves. And that even happened right here in New Orleans with our own mayor. Mm -hmm. And she was really strict on the the COVID uh, restrictions.
3: And I'll leave you with this one. That was Zion's FU game. I hope he keeps it up.
2: I love it. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okanard Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Heading into mid-December, I'm Scoot on WWL. is really sad. Uh, Cam Jordan had this uh, charity event, and it was, um, it was interrupted with gunfire. In fact, uh, Cam Jordan said he was inside Sneaker Politics, where the event was taking place, it's in the French Quarter. He was hosting his God is Love Foundation Christmas sneaker giveaway, and apparently there was an argument outside, and that led to gunfire. Now, we know that there are a lot of people that do not know how to settle an argument, or walk away from an argument. No, they have to shoot each other. We know this. That is ignorant and stupid. Those are not my words. Those are Cam Jordan's words. Here was a social media post that he posted after the event. Reinforcing positivity and having a great time, ignorance and stupidity struck when some argument outside politics elevated to extremes, and gunshots went off. I mean, how sad. And it's too typical. It's too typical. It doesn't always happen, but it happens too often. And it's the same thing. It's an argument. First of all, you're going to the French Quarter. You're going to see Cam Jordan at this event. And you're bringing a gun with you? why is somebody after you or, or does it give you um confidence you know that's not the reason to carry a gun guns are not supposed to give you false confidence guns are not supposed to give you confidence that you would not ordinarily have and so it's just it's it's sad that there are so many people who feel like they are nothing without a gun and they're going to go everywhere with a gun I'd be surprised if the, the people with the guns outside of that event, I'm su- I'd be surprised if those guns were uh, obtained legally. So they're probably just walking around with, you know, guns illegally. And it, it, it's unnecessary, but it's so damn predictable. It's not even a surprise anymore. But it's sad, and I, I, I emphasize this, Because there are more people who could say more about this, but they don't want to address the real problem. I applaud Cam Jordan for calling it ignorant and stupid. Ignorance and stupidity struck when some argument outside of politics. There's a story called politics. This is not outside of a discussion of politics. Outside of politics, elevated to extremes. And gunshots um, went off. Really sad. Hey, uh, the... um, blog that I wrote yesterday and, and part of the show from yesterday still trending on our website, WWL.com. It should also be on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. Does a gun-toting Santa send the wrong Christmas message? I don't know. Some of you might be surprised with my opinion on this. Anyway, it's still trending there, and we'd love to get your comments if you check out the, the story on my Facebook page, Scoot on the Air. And uh, it's about this gun, Tony. Every year, you know, there's Santa Claus with a gun. Every year there's some situation where they've got Santa Claus with a gun. And some people get really freaked out over that. But um, I don't know. My opinion might uh, surprise you uh, a little bit. Hey, listen, uh, Jimmy Graham is really, like, ready to go. He's um, he, he was such a uh, such a factor in the game against the Panthers uh, last Sunday. And it looks like he's going to start to get more attention. And that just feels so good that uh, that, that uh, Jimmy Graham... Graham is just is 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 you know is back and, and and doing well and uh Ian Hoke has a Jimmy Graham jersey so he's really excited about that because yeah.
3: that adds, adds value to your jersey yeah I've been wearing that Jimmy Graham jersey to every Saints game since uh, I don't know 2011 maybe whatever the last year he was with the Saints before he went to Seattle I don't remember but uh yeah feels good man when he came back I was like oh fine then I'm gonna have a relevant jersey again yeah and then yeah. then he he just disappeared. He was just nowhere for the first half of the season. I think he right. he got a he got a touchdown like maybe in the last preseason game or the first regular season game. I don't remember that either. And then just vanished. You couldn't. You didn't see him like well, on and, the
2: sideline. And fans were fans were wondering where targets. is he? Yeah, where you know, is f- hey, we, we signed this guy. He was great. Where where is he? Well, um, you know, I don't know where he was or why he wasn't always in the games, but it's great that he seems to be relevant again. Welcome back, Jimmy. Yeah, awesome. All right, House Republicans are getting ready to set up the formality of the impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden.
5: House Republicans launched this impeachment inquiry, actually under the former speaker, Kevin McCarthy, but they never held uh, an official vote in the House to formalize uh, things, which uh, is something that is significant. It kind of marks that formal step. Uh, And so that is what this vote is all about. All
2: right, yeah, you know, um, Steve Ducey on Fox & Friends uh, yesterday, I think, uh, said something to the effect of, they don't have anything. I mean, where's the, where's the evidence against Joe Biden? I mean, if it's there, then the, uh, impeach him. But where is it? It, it? it can't just be a shallow political move. I mean, there are a lot of shallow political moves that take place uh, every day in, in our country. But, you know, it's a pretty big deal to try to impeach a, a, a president. So um, if the information's there, impeach him. Uh, there are those who are saying this really shocking revelation that there are, there are Republicans that want to impeach biden to help trump win wow what a shocking revelation that is all right let's go to ian with some of your text messages
3: okay still getting a lot of uh, text messages about uh, zion and taylor swift Uh, we'll start here Uh, conservatives hate taylor for her hypocrisy on climate change and they will tweet about it while they fly on their
2: jets home well you're right about that and also there are there are there are conservatives who don't like taylor swift because she's not conservative And she started out in country music, and there are still those who think that if you're in country music, man, you've got to be conservative. Country music artists are conservative. No, they're not. Have that conversation with somebody like Tim McGraw. Uh,
3: Here's a text that says,
2: hey, Scoot, just don't let them fight with Cam
3: Jordan. You might not need a gun.
2: Yeah, true. Uh, He's a big dude. I'm really sorry that happened to him because it was such a great effort and and such a, a great charity event. And for it to, to end that way, it just it's, uh, it's, sad, it's sad. But it, it, as sad as it is, it's that predictable. All right, uh, let's go to Ken in Slidell. Ken, you're on WWL. Good afternoon.
5: Hello, yes. I'm an older black man, and I'm wondering why uh, the mayor doesn't have something to say about that situation where Cam was uh, doing that thing for the well-being of the city. uh, And also, why doesn't Al Sharpton, instead of just popping up at certain events where he can uh, enrich himself, go in some of these black... I'm a black man, old black man. I grew up in integration and everything. Why doesn't he go up in in these uh, areas where these gangs are killing each other, black-on-black crime, and try to solve some of that situation? Even uh, cities like New Orleans, uh, Chicago, L.A., why doesn't he... He'd get up off his stand and talk more about that.
2: Well, Ken, you I'm answered the question. You answered the question when you said, uh, "Why does he only show up at these events where he can enrich himself?" That's if it can't bring him money and power, he's not going to. He's not going to show. And when it's uh, black versus black, that's not part of his image. And so, all that he stands for seems to be shallow if it's only white versus black.
5: Right, I grew up in integration and everything, and seg- you know, segregation and all all that kind of stuff. But I'm just being real. You, uh, uh, I don't understand why why he just uh, why doesn't well, he, uh, he and some more black leaders pop up. right. He's up.
2: not he's not the only one. There there are others, and um, you know, our mayor isn't addressing this very serious problem in in, in New Orleans. That's what and, I'm
5: talking about. And
2: and, and I know. She? I uh, well she's That was it, it, a travesty. It doesn't serve her. It doesn't serve her to address the real issue. Um in her mind it hurts her. Mayor Kentrell is yeah, an act, is I hope an actress. She's listening,
5: she's an embarrassment to the black race. I hope she's listening. She she's nothing but a uh, she's like a got a gangster mentality. She's not she's she's an embarrassment for all of us. And um I wish Desiree Shaw they would run again. Even though I'm from Slidell, but that always uh, affects us, too.
2: Well, Ken, you're I right. Wish, I
5: wish we started start a campaign, run, Desiree, run, please. I think she would have brought the city I, together I, and uh, pulling, the, pulling the city apart.
2: Yeah. Well, Ken, listen, I'm, I'm glad you had a chance to, to voice your opinion. Um, Mayor Cantrell pretends to represent all blacks in, in the city, and clearly she does not. And Ken's in Slidell. But people in Slidell and St. Tammany Parish and down on the bayou and people, uh, West Bank, all, people all over this area, they care about New Orleans. And, and many people do business in New Orleans, and so they care about New Orleans. And so they do have a vested interest in who becomes mayor. They can't vote, but they really care about who is mayor of, of our city because all of the suburban areas and all the outlining areas, they depend on the city of New Orleans being what it is. And so just the success of the city is, is, is important. And, you know, look, I don't expect Mayor Cantrell or anybody to come up with some kind of a magic solution for the problem. But what is absent is Cantrell addressing the issue, making it seem as if she cares. And I think the thing that prevents her from doing that is that she would have to be honest about a segment of the population that she does not wish to be honest about because she is an activist, for that segment of the population, although she's misguided in that she doesn't represent that entire population. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okanar Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. So um, a key reserve for uh, last year's national championship uh, for the Lady Tigers at LSU, uh, Kateri Poole is out. She's no longer with the Tigers. Uh, Kim Mulkey made the announcement after the 83-53 win over Louisiana Sunday that Kateri Poole has been dismissed from the LSU Tigers. And uh, she had a strong relationship with Angel Reese, but apparently something happened. She's gone. Climb scoot on the air. We'll be back on WWL.
4: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter.
2: it is a tuesday afternoon i'm scoot on the air glad you're with us hey you know why are there so many juvenile criminals that uh, are in in juvenile centers why are so many of them escaping there's a thug punk on the loose right now and he apparently after he got out threatened a woman with a gun where the hell did that little punk get the gun so he just gets out of the juvie center escapes and nopd is now looking for help trying to find this um this youth offender 16 year old Kai Jefferson is wanted by NOPD on three counts of aggravated assault with a firearm and one count of simple criminal damages. And uh, Jefferson Parish is also um, looking for him as well. He um, apparently got out of the uh, juvenile uh, justice um, center in, in Jefferson Parish. I think that's where he got out. Anyway, according to police, no, according to police, okay. No, I'm sorry. Uh, the guy's name is Jefferson. So uh, Jefferson, he escaped uh, He escaped, um, he escaped in, in, uh, in New Orleans. And he's, he's still out there. They can't, they can't find him. So, uh, again, it's really, really uh, sad that these people get out. And it, it doesn't seem like uh, there's a lot of accountability because there's far too many of these thugs, um, you know, escaping. Uh, let's go to Jimmy and Greta. Hey, Jimmy, what do you have?
0: Hey, Scoot, hey, look, I'll say three things real quick. Number one, yeah, I definitely think Zion got word. You know, yesterday morning, Stephen A. Smith on ESPN was saying all kinds of stuff about Zion's weight, and he really, like Ian said and you said, a FU game, or the text messenger said uh, yesterday, last night, it was a great game. Number two, look, this is my take on the climate change deal. I hear people fight about this on social media. You got three ways of thinking about it, I find. Number one, you got the group of people who 100% believe in climate change, that it's happening and we got to do something about it now. You got the other people who totally deny it. They say it's not happening. Um, and they say these are, in, you know, and then you got the third part of the conspiratorium that's like, okay, this is weather modification, hey, you know, and they're spraying the skies. I got a guy down the street from me, he's always telling me, oh, they're spraying the skies, they're modifying the weather. I don't know. The weather is changing. We're seeing that. Uh, that, That's all I'll say about that. And, look, I'll finish with this. Ian, you could pull this up. This is really funny to me. You know, we're talking about the Saints and stuff like that. But last night, this Giants quarterback, he lives with his mom and dad. He's, He's an Italian guy. His last name is DeVito, right? So he's won three games in a row, Scoot, okay? He was undrafted. He was nobody. He's like the Rocky Balboa, of the NFL right now.
2: I know. And I, I heard that story to play last the night.
0: Sunday. His name's Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Well, exactly. And so, Ian, you gotta you gotta paint a picture for the people. Yeah, Ian, go go to and, work, and, do, and, do and, something. Paint
3: a and, paint put, a picture put, of you know, what? I'm putting <laughs>
0: you into work. I'm putting in into work. For the, for people who are listening on the transistor radio, they don't have all the. They're not seeing all the memes, right? So, Ian, you gotta paint a picture the next couple days of this guy. He's got this like kind of sleazeball-y – a uh, guy who looks like he owns like a pizza place in the sand. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Listen <laughs> <That's> in the <laughs> ring. You got you like literally just Google Tommy DeVito's I saw agent. that guy. You gotta, this, this is the thing, Scoot. All these Giant fans from New York are now back on board. They think the Giants are going to the playoffs. Well, they're coming to New Orleans this yeah. weekend now after last night. <laughs> oh and those $15 <laughs> tickets, the prices are going up. But, so, yeah, Did, Ian's laughing. He's pulling you see it. the I'm, guy? I'm looking.
3: He, at it. He's wearing, like, this black pinstripe three-piece like suit <laughs> with a black fedora. He's on the sidelines. He looks like he just walked out of, like, you know, Club Coconut Grove in 1948
0: or but something. But
2: he does look like he might own a pizza parlor in New wow. York.
0: <laughs> exactly. Listen, Ian, yeah, keep painting the picture. All I'm saying is they're coming to take over the dome and this guy's kissing rings yeah. and he's doing the whole thing he's the, this guy's the rocky balboa of the nfl well, right now he's won 3 a, in a row it's a really
2: interesting it's crazy we
0: got we can't let him take over the dome like the lions fans yeah. did is all i'm saying
2: well i hope they don't uh, jimmy I, uh, look i'm glad you called with that uh yeah i was watching the game last night and uh you know that guy's like that guy's good and also the giants have a cornerback uh dante banks Man, this guy's a rookie, and he is killing it, man. He's like, he's swatting balls out of the air like he's swatting mosquitoes. And uh, so the, the Saints may have their hands full against the Giants, but the Saints can't do it. All right, we do have to get to a break here. If you want to join us with a comment about anything we talk about, the Oakenheart Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. And, yeah, that guy Tommy DeVito, man, he's a quarterback. And, uh I thought it was fascinating that he still lives with his his parents and still uh, enjoys mom's cooking and stuff. I mean, he's got to be doing pretty well because, you know, even minimum wage in the NFL, you know, you're making pretty good bucks. And if you're not paying rent, that's a good deal. Trans Siberian Orchestra, they'll be at the Smoothie King Center Wednesday night. I'm Scoot on the air and we'll be back on WWL. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 2007, Ike Turner died of a cocaine overdose in San Marcos, California. He was uh, 76 years old. You're not supposed to still be doing coke when you're 76 years old. Ike. You know, but Ike was such a bad person. I don't know. You know, I I don't really mourn his. I hate to say it, but, you know, I'm not so sorry he's gone. You know, hi, boy. He was um, he was mean. All right. We've got a lot to talk about, including uh, the new uh, young quarterback, who's uh, really uh, quite alive with the New York Giants. And the Giants are going to be tough Sunday. So we'll talk about that coming up next.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.